0: Love Talk
1: Radio. And I know a lot of people misunderstood it, so I want you to be able to say it. Oh. Um, I think it was Details Magazine. You talked about, you used the word God, and that's what messed everybody up. But oh. you said you, something to the effect, you were a
2: self-made God.
1: Mm. Explain it.
2: Um, I made up my mind to make a change in my life when I was 16 years old, Mm -hmm. we are all gods on this planet, every man and every woman. We create life, we can take life, we control what goes into the sea, whether the fish can live or not. We decide if the trees can grow tall, we decide if the children will eat. We are very powerful beings on the planet Earth. And when I said a self-made God, I meant just what I said. Barry White changed his life. Mm-hmm. So you're right. Yeah. And people criticize the statement? No, not to my knowledge. It's the first yeah. time I'm hearing about it. Yeah. But, uh, you know, people tend to play down our power. Mm-hmm. Well, don't worry about it. This next guy do it unless there's God above to do it. There's a lot of things that has to change on this planet Earth that only we can change. And until we embrace the fact that we are as powerful uh, as we are as beings, we're going to continue to make the mistakes and allow the mistakes to be made from our children to our adults to our elderly to whatever situation you want to talk about.
1: Okay. We've we got to run to a quick commercial, and they're going to do a cut from the album, and we're waiting for an Isaac Hayes album soon. You so can invite right. him. We'll be right back. We'll be right back. <laughs>
3: I gotta the fabric. I got a Take a top shift Call my girls and put them all on a spaceship Hang when they when you say I'll make you famous Have hey, you ever seen a stage going ape hey, shit? Hey. Get my money fast though.
4: up in the zoo i'm like cheap keep, keep me rapiki who been lying king to you pocket watch it like kangaroos tell these clowns we ain't amused. muse man eclipse for that monkey business four five got changed for you motor case when we came through Presidential you with the planes too one better get you with the residential undefeated with the cane too i said no to the Super Bowl. you need me i don't need you every night we in the end zone tell the nfl we in stadium too last night was a fucking zoo stage diving in a pool of people rent to liverpool like a fucking beetle smoking real glue like it's fucking legal Tell the Grammys, that over A shit Have you ever seen a crowd going eight hey, shit? Hey, get my money
3: Change. I don't give a damn about the fame nope. G.A. plains Alexander Wayne She a thought that you claim Can be typing my ring oh. I'm popping my bitches I'm popping we go to the dealer and top it off no. This my favorite alcohol Got me so lit, I need don't know no. All of my people are free, I free i I've been there with my Lucy to start uh-huh. Sending the missiles out, Tricking my inhibitions out. 250 for the rich and meal Yeah, yeah, living the pill My body makes you cook on here Man, my mama, my lord, my chill Look at my jewelry, I'm lethal these so diamonds on me they they wishin' they equal back soon Give me the ball, give me the ball Take a top shift Call my girls and put them all on the spaceship Hang one night when you say I'll make you famous <laughs> Have you ever seen a crowd go A-T-T? Hey, <laughs> Get my money fast and go fast Fast like a Lambo I be jumping off the stage, with me.
5: Take out a dollar. Turn, turn it all on the back side. Look up in the right hand corner of over the eagle's head. What do you see? All right. That's the law of correspondence. As above, so below. As within, so without as without within. When you get power of the Spirit from the Spirit you have power in heaven which is in mind as well as power on the earth which is in body. Very important to understand that because the power you're receiving is not to rule somebody else is to rule yourself, to heal yourself, to master yourself, to transform yourself. That's what power is for. Then, go heal someone else. If you need a patient, it is you. If you need some pupils, you got them. you want to do any teaching work on you that's your goal you are your own responsibility the greatest most important person you'll ever meet down here is you (laughs) you must save you even the sister that goes to church is saving herself but there's so much more that you can do Aside, go to church. I don't not church. I'm glad it's there because it, it, it's a a, a god sin and a god save for black folks. The church is an intricate part of our predicament in the Western Hemisphere. We are most assuredly, as history relates, a spiritual people. Religion is the beginning of spirituality. Unfortunately, it appears it's becoming. Uh, interference (laughs) Uh, to let Reverend find out more or let folks know he knows more one or the other some of them short-stepping some of them do know and not telling I don't want to get into that I'm getting all off here okay
4: yeah come experience life as we know it as some of you should know it. Yeah, yeah. Place. Marcy. Brooklyn. Action. Well, y'all know the action. I got the shorty on my block, always clocking my rock He likes the style of profile, I think he want the mock He likes the way I walk, he see my money talking Now honey talking, I'm the hottest nigga in New York I see tongue of pains, I know his blood boils He wanna run with me, I know this kid to be loyal I watch the make a few wins, the cop his little sneakers and gear Then it's just enough to re-up again I see myself in his eyes, I move him Levi's to guest of Hitachi, now it's diamonds like Liberace That's just a natural cycle, nobody wanna be like Michael, where I'm from Just some niggas who bounce for a gun We out here trying to make our white into cold green I can help shorty blow out like Afro-Sheen Plus I could relive my days in you, which is gone That little nigga's peak, it's time to put it's him on It's time to come, come on And hold my own weight up in my crown Got to lock it down and when they run It's time to come on. Pick up my chest and make some loot Got to lock it down and when they run It's time to come I'm out here slinging, bringing the drama Trying to come up in the game And add a couple of dollar signs To my name I'm out here serving Just serving the peace Life could be better Like my man reclined In plush leather seats It's selling weight I'm selling eight Bull sixteen Trying to graduate To push a quarters y'all I ain't gonna sweat I'ma let him come to me If he give me dinner Then these niggas don't see I'm tired of being out here round the clock And breaking dates And chasing crackers up the block For my pay I'm staying fresh So chickens check I'm trying to step up to the next level pushing bed through the jets Diamonds reflect from the sun Directly in your equilibrium And son, I'm waiting for my day to come I got the urge to splurge I don't want a lifetime sentence Just give me the word. It's time to come and, on hold my own weight up in my crown got to lock it down And when they rise in my crown it's time to come on. And stick up my chest And make some Lock it down when they run on my Hey fella, I've been watching you clockin' Who me holdin' down this block? It ain't nothing you the man, nigga, now stop right <laughs> ha I like your style Nah, I like your style Let's drive around the way Cool, nigga Here's a thot A G? I ride with you for free I want the long-term riches Time and bitches to Listen to me You let them other niggas get the name, skip the fame that or a hundred G, keep your shit the same On the low Yeah, the only way to blow You let your shit bubble quietly And then you blow Hey, keep you cool The only way that people fool is let them show his hands And you play your card. Then do deal dealing, I understand Don't blow your dough on high The only thing I got in this world is my war And my nothing won't break up for nobody I like your resume, pick a day, you can start From now until death, do what's part, it's time nigga. To come And hold my own weight in my crown Got to lock it down and when they rush Deal i drown. Time to come on. And stick up my chest to make some Got to lock it down and when they rush on my own. Time to come on. Gotta lock it down, and when they rush, yeah, get my to come up and stick on my chest and make them loop Gotta lock it down, and when they run on my own.
6: my presentation to you today because uh, I feel that I am a student. I don't try to portray myself as an expert in anything. I'm not a professional archaeologist. My background, as Uma said, is in journalism. So it's my job to be able to take this vital, important information that's really vital for all of our people and to try to make it accessible and understandable, put it in everyday language and that's what our magazine is about. What I want to talk to you about today is the lost history of black Americans. I'm talking not only about the blacks that are here north of the Rio Grande, but through our entire American continents, north and south. It started for me when I traveled to Mexico about 11 years ago. And I went to a place called Tres Zapotes, or the Three Shoes, which is on the... Atlantic coast of Mexico, and there I saw, in a museum, this magnificent sculpture of a stone head, 9 feet tall, weighs 40 tons, magnificently done of obviously a black African portrayed in a kind of a helmet or a crown. I learned that there were about 18 or 19 of these which were found all along the coast of Mexico and that they were all reliably dated to 1,200 years before Christ. In other words, 3,200 years ago. They belonged to a civilization called the Olmecs. Now, when I saw this great head, I thought, well, this couldn't possibly possibly be a black American, but it, it, it looks like it. Then I investigated the others. I saw the others that are available. They also portrayed different black Americans, some with full features, some with thinner ones, different, different individuals. And yet the archaeologists tell us that no, there was no one over here from either Africa or Europe or Asia before Columbus. That is what I was told when I went to school, and it's what the archaeologists and what the establishment teachers still tell people. That there was no contact between the Americas and the ancient world before Columbus. I found that beyond this collection of these great stone heads that belong to this Olmec civilization, that there was a lot more information which is not getting out to the general public about this previous black civilization. It was a black civilization that was here. Now, to give you an idea when this civilization flourished 3,200 years ago, what was going on in the rest of the world at that time? Well, there was no Europe. There was only part of Greece. Troy was the big powerful city at the time. There was no Rome. Egypt was a great power. There was a power going on in China but more importantly for our discussion here there was also a great power here in the americas we call it olmec the civilization the first known civilization it means rubber and it refers to a great ball which these people used to build make for a sacred ball game uh the word olmec is an, a term which archaeologists use just to identify these people they don't know what they were called now if it was only those stone heads figure well maybe it's coincidence or something but about 1920 a polish anthropologist was doing work in Yucatan right in Tres and he found the remains of several burials of black people that dated back before Columbus in this very same area on top of that, throughout the rest of this century, smaller sculpture has been found in the Olmec area, definitely portraying black people and related to this first civilization. Now, when these great blackheads were first found in 1862, the Mexican, the European, and the American archaeologists said, well, these were just happened to be slaves who were blown overseas and they made statues of them. But yet the local people there, the native people, refer to those as black kings, sometimes as African kings. Also, if you have a slave, you're not going to create this huge, magnificent monument to someone that's the lowest part of society. You only create giant monuments to your most important people in society. On top of that, all of these great heads that were found were not just laying out in the open. They had been ritually buried with reverence, which means that they probably were great monuments at one time and that there was a period of mourning and then they were ritually buried sort of you interred the greatness of this person. To give you an idea how magnificent these stone heads are, I should mention one thing before I forget too. Uh, The archaeologists say, oh no, they don't represent black Americans, black Africans at all. They represent uh, a kind of Indians. But they resemble, as you'll see in the slides here tonight, nothing resembling Native American Indians. On top of that, they are all crafted out of black basalt. In other words, the basalt was chosen specifically to represent a black person, someone with black skin. They weigh 40 tons and they were quarried in a, a, a mountain area that was 50 miles away, quarried there and sculpted there, beautifully sculpted, and then transported more than 50 miles to the capital of the Olmec civilization. Well, that's why you can sit there, that's all right. That'd be the same thing today as if you went, say, to Gainesville, uh, Georgia, uh, found a boulder, crafted it perfectly and by hand were able to transport it, this 90-ton work, all the way to the downtown uh, Atlanta area. So whoever did this, they were obviously a great people with social organization on the same par of their artistic achievement. This is by no means the end for evidence of blacks in the Americas. Uh, A mound, a ceremonial mound was opened in the year 1901, in northern Wisconsin, outside of the Apostle Islands. Now, that's extreme north part of Wisconsin, right on the uh, upper Great Lakes. When this mound was opened in 1901, the the bones did not look Native American, and the skulls especially did not look Native Americans. Uh, Native Americans, you can tell almost at a glance that they are Native American skulls because the teeth, they meet the upper and lower jaws. They have either no overbite or very little overbite. These jaws had pronounced overbite. So when the archeologists found these skulls, they began to think, well, who do these people represent? So from that overbite, they investigated the rest of the jaw structure, the cheekbone structure, the perientals, this area up here, and unquestionably, they belong to black people. Now to be interred in a mound, was a sign of honor. Uh, The average person, the average person uh, in the Native American cultures in Wisconsin, when they died, they were usually buried under the floorboards of the house. (laughs) It went down further and further. You kept the the family, literally, in your domicile. Or else if they were common people, workers and so on, they were just buried anonymously in Potter's Field. The mounds were reserved exclusively for regents, kings, shamans, priests, the movers and shakers of society. These four black men that were found in this mound were laid out respectfully with copper goods. Now there's a key there. What were these ancient blacks doing up in northern Wisconsin more than a thousand years ago? And why with copper goods? The upper Great Lakes of our country forms the richest deposits of copper on earth among the largest, but more importantly, the richest, the highest-grade copper. It appears that these black Africans were in the Upper Great Lakes mining that copper. We do know, for example, that the Upper Great Lakes area was the scene of a massive complex, highly sophisticated copper mining operation. It was so complex that whoever these ancient people were, they dug a trench five miles long, were able to drill 60 feet through solid rock to remove this high-grade copper, and they were able to remove, while they were working up there, an astounding half a billion pounds of copper. Now, the Native American Indians they used copper, was known as float copper. They'd pick it up off the ground, and they'd make it into bracelets and so on. They didn't use much of it. Somebody was involved in making huge amounts of copper mining. Now, who could that have been? Well, if you look on the other side of the world, there were black kingdoms in West Africa, some of them known as Ghana and Mali. And if you study those cultures, and a lot's known about them because they lasted all the way to about 1400 A.D., when the Arabs came in. These people were great goldsmiths, great metallurgists. They used lots of copper. Now, what's interesting, folks, is in that area of Africa, there are not many great deposits of copper. Where did they get all this wonderful copper? It's also known that these Africans were tremendous seafarers. They had things known as power canoes, in which there were 60 men manning these canoes. Then, on the other side, of the United States in California, you had a black tribe, and I will show you a a drawing that was made from life, a beautiful illustration from life, of a man decked out in a kind of an Indian getup, but he is definitely not an Indian. He is a black person. What are we to make of all this, these wonderful comparisons? First of all, there is no doubt whatsoever, regardless of what the establishment archaeologists say, that there were sizable numbers of black people in the Americas, and they were not slaves blown overseas by mistake. They actually had come here for specific economic and cultural purposes. They raised kingdoms here. Um, Let me just quote from my notes. I don't like to normally do that, but there's so much information here. My brain is so small, I can't get all this stuff down. Um, one of the things that's interesting is that there was a 16th century historian. His name was Peter Martyr. This was a man who was with the Spanish expeditions to Mexico. He was an eyewitness to the Spanish conquest. And in his chronicles, he writes exactly what happened. And Peter Martyr, who accompanied Balbo, you know, the guy that was looking for the Fountain of Youth to Florida, they actually saw native blacks in Florida in the year 1513. There was also a priest by the name of Gregoria Garcia. He said that there were blacks on an island north of Colombia, again in the 16th century, and that the people in Panama referred to a Negro king or a black king who had just recently died. Uh, Garcia's associate, his name was Bartholomew Las Cosas. He reported blacks in Florida. They even wrote down the names of these black tribes. The black tribes were known as the uh, Jamasi of Florida, the Caribis of St. Vincent, and the Churrusas of Brazil. And they were regarded as indigenous black people. In other words, they were there before the Spanish arrived. When the Spanish arrived, they just immediately enslaved them. uh, Those that survived the diseases that were introduced by the Spaniards. So very little of what is known about them beyond these reports exists today. Now since this information has come out, there has been great strides made in DNA. You're all familiar with the O.J. Simpson trial, how they can get blood types down. And in this DNA research, they've been, anthropologists, archaeologists, using computers, have been able to trace the different races that inhabited the Americas before the Spaniards arrived. One of the groups they've traced definitely are Mongoloid. that came across the Bering Straits. Now these terms that I'm using have no social bearing. So when I say Negro or Negroid, it's the same I'm using Caucasoid or Mongoloid. These are scientific terms to identify people. I'm not talking in in social terms. The people that came across the Bering Straits, we know about, okay, we're Mongoloid. Definitely became the Indians and so on. Two, at least two, black strains pre-Columbian, they call them, before Columbus here, existed in America. One of those strains, those black strains, is unequivocally traced back to West Africa. This is revealed in some of the sculpture, the Olmec sculpture, which shows some of the blacks with a peripheral ridge, barely perceptible, a peripheral ridge around the lips. That is traced to a genetic type found in Ghana. It shows you also how excellent the artist was in portraying a real-life person.
1: I don't even know what's going on no more. I don't even know what's happening. Man. There ain't no answers.
7: I'm gonna figure some shit out though, yeah?
1: I get all my watches in order, get my safe up, get great. I'm 21 years past the 27 club. It's like I went back into my past and then I set it up. Robert Johnson, Winehouse, and Morrison found what heaven was. Heaven on earth, this shit is magic with no fairy dust. Home of the gully, games to the gruesome and the scary stuff. I told my brother, jump, fuck them, they gonna go through hell with us. They don't have a history in the streets that compare with us. Hood niggas, they want to be us. stuff in the state regions, only thing undefeated is time. The second is the internet, number three is this rhyme. Before security, my dog had to sneak in the nine. God must be my side, I had to eat and provide. My winning streak is divine. I told son leave the streets are behind. Don't let them hike you with slow run beats cheating the grind. Dog, I tell it like it is. You gotta deal with the consequence when you running the niggas' cribs, nigga. You better be ready to sit. Dope dealers, street hustlers, pop cases throw dice, on pavement, cop chases, big gamblers, scully high bases, gang wars, hot spots, police raided, left us speechless. Down on his luck rapper, Betty Broker The arrogance of a crackhead, mad at a weed smoker Or a pill taker who hated the steel wine drinker A killer who used a gun to hate on a knife swinger Aight, I get it, it's who the lit is We in competition, y'all did it first And me to death, I got a proposition You and your brother stop plotting on each other Plot on millions, educate yourself Find some different areas of interest Spread your bets out, double down on what's working Then you double up, hands on your paper They send the hate no matter what you touch Honestly, I'm speechless Spot of grease, twenty pointers on a chain. I freaked it. Long chair in the hood, sitting comfortably. I must be insane. Giving you bars, running companies. I'm done with the redundancy. Checking on my history, making content for Viacom, lights and music to symphonies I come from dope dealers, street hustlers, pop cases, throw dice, off pavement, cop chases, big gamblers, scully, high bases, gang wars, hot spots, police raided, left us speechless. Like when the judge read the sentence for your life away and meditated. That was speechless. The bounce back is the greatest feeling when they thought to
4: Don't even think about changing the station. You're listening to the Bottom Line with your host Joey L. It's hey, not alright. What's
7: up, Peace to the gods. Welcome to the show. Yeah, it's running from the bottom. All right, what up, man? Peace to the gods. You're right here on the Revolution Radio Network. This is the Bottom Line Sundays, all right? Um, I am your lecturer for tonight, down to Bounce there, Ali, why not? All right, so we're going to dive right into it. Um, it's not going to be a very long show tonight, but I wanted to, to do a brief discussion tonight on business credit, and I think that this would be a good topic to discuss, especially Um, with the current times that we're in, pandemics and things of that nature. And, uh, you know, this topic, we've discussed it before, but this topic has come about specifically. Um, I had a conversation with someone who was trying to figure out, you know, a better way to tackle the crisis with gas, right? And so pulling that topic to... Discussion of credit came up, and I was letting you them know. It's like, hey, you know, you could, you could. always get you a fuel card. You know, you could always do. Um, you can always do business with a fuel card, and get you a a fuel card to purchase your gas. Right, and that's how you know, they. So "Well, if, you, if I'm getting a fuel card, how do I do that if I don't have a business?" Right? so I got to explain this to that thing about business business, right? And so you know, if you are dealing with and if that's a small thing talk about. but if you're dealing with something like business credit, um, you should most definitely especially if you're in business, whether you are doing sub driving, food driving, whether you small business or large business, you should always have a business credit card. Or so at the very minimum at I least mean, a business gas card, right? And be able to purchase your gas with. Um, and so, when I had this conversation with this individual, um, the, the topic about registering your business came up, EIN came up, um, different type of businesses, what type of account, all this stuff came up. So I thought about this a little bit more in detail, and I've done webinars on this, and we've done shows on this, but this is always something that. Is worth revisiting, especially uh, from the aspect that you can build credit, you know, and you can obtain some sense of financial freedom to be able to maneuver in commerce with this credit. So I'm going to give you all some steps that can help you through your journey of you building your business, Doing for how much of your business, business credit in general, right? So we're going to go through that. Um, and hopefully this information will help you, right? Because whether you are new to business, whether you have a consistent business, a small business, whether you uh, are trying to go to the next level, obtaining credit is a considerable addition to the likelihood of your business etc okay? So business credit will enable you to access the type of capital that you need for daily expenses, personal expenses, inventory, you want to scale your business, expansion, all of those type of things. Right? Because unlike many
0: aspects
7: of being an entrepreneur, okay, there are steps that need to be taken when you're attempting to leverage your business, and so I want to talk a little bit tonight about the leveraging aspect of this, right? And understanding that when you execute uh, commerce, right, your business becomes more available for more financial opportunities, essentially. Okay, because you got banks, you got lenders, suppliers. All of these people, they rely on business credit reports to to assess your credit worthiness, right? And the cool thing is, is once your your business reaches a certain position within its own credit worthiness, you don't have to use personal credit. Kind of. And so what I wanted to discuss tonight are several steps to help you um, in your journey of, of doing better commerce, right? Where, wherever you are. So even if you haven't registered a business yet, but you got an EIN number, you too can begin to access credit, and that's the cool thing about business, all right? So uh, we're going to jump right into this tonight. If you got some questions, you can always press one, and uh, we'll bring you in, okay? Now, um, there's some common type of entities, right? and... These are just common entities, right? And they're all uncommon entities, but you have sole proprietorship, right, where a lot of times people will do business in their name. Okay. You have LLCs, which are your limited liability companies. Okay. You have partnerships. Partnerships can be in conjunction with trust. They can be in conjunction with the state. They can be in conjunction with a group of people, churches, things like that. You have corporations corporations are a bigger entity. A lot of corporations, depending upon what that they are, they either... Um, most corporations do have to find tax. You. you really want to consult a tax assessment on that aspect. But if we're talking from the aspect of um, you know, just choosing your structure, you need to choose a structure that works for you for what you find. Right? Um, I like to typically choose structures that are civic in nature that essentially have some type of upliftment in the community that can potentially, in a way begin to give back to the community. Right? It's, a, it's a good way to, to do business. Um, it also has, has implications that can help you. Okay? So these are some things to think about. Now, once you form your business entity, you decided what type of business that you are going to start. Right? You have to legally register the business, and and when I say legally register the business, there are many ways to do that. Right? You can go to the state. Okay, you can come incorporated. You can do unincorporated, right? Where when you use CBAs, You can create partnership agreements. Okay, so. Registering a business essentially is a, it's a step that depends on the location of the business as well. Right? And so it also has a lot to do with the type of company structure that's implemented. Okay? So you need to be prepared to properly research you know, based on where you are, whether, whether you're in the West Coast, the East Coast, or the South, the North. Northeast, Southeast, Southwest, Northeast, whatever, Northwest, it don't matter. Wherever you are in, in these contiguous United States of America, okay, you need to know your business structure, because is a different. One thing that you're going to see everywhere, no matter what part of the country you're in, is you're going to see churches you're going to see llc you're going to see those everywhere I mean, you're going to see corporations right but most corporations go certain places for tax purposes okay. some places um, offer no tax at all to corporations right for the benefit of just being there because it brings other revenue so these are things you have to think about when you try to scale your
0: business
7: in the so a couple of things you need to decide on your business name, right? You can use your name if you choose to do a sole proprietorship, okay? You need to check um, your state to see if the name is currently being used or has already been claimed by somebody else, okay? If you're filing for an LLC, um, you'll use, uh, you'll have different instructions based on your state, okay? Uh, if you starting with a sole proprietorship, you can register for a DBA, okay? Just to doing business as All right, and this will help you open up a business bank account and then you can do more business under your business name versus your name. Right? And so that's, that's a really crucial aspect of this one. Where a lot of people don't realize you can do business under your name. You can also do business under your name. Your, your name is a business. Those same days we used to say I'm a businessman, not a businessman." man. Right? So understanding that it essentially help you out a lot. So. All right. Now, um, when we talk about, you know, businesses, you cannot talk about opening up a business without an EIN number, right? An employee or employer, excuse me, identification number is also known as a federal tax identification number. So sometimes you might see an EIN or they might call it a, a FTIN, Right. So you might see these different terms, right? Um, And this is basically used to identify the business entity. What type of business is it? Is it tax exempt? Is Is it taxable? Is it whatever it is, right? So you know if you need the EIN number, depending upon your answer to the following questions, right? And so these are some things you should ask yourself. You should say, number one, do you or will you have employees? Number two. Do you operate your business as a corporation or as a partnership? Okay? Remember, trust is a big thing. So, um, is your trust somehow involved in your business, right? Number three, do you file any of these taxes? Uh, employment tax, excise tax, alcohol tax, tobacco tax, a firearms tax, right? Another question you should ask yourself is, do you withhold taxes on your income, Right other than wages that are basically paid to what they call non resident aliens okay um these are some things that you should ask yourself okay you gotta have a plan that's laid out okay then you're gonna get your employer identification number, which is your e i e right so um, a e i e number you, you can get an e i number for a trust Done. Now I'll say this again. You can get an EIN number for a trust. Now, if you get an EIN number for a nine eight trust, which is a foreign trust, you can't do business with a foreign trust. So you have to have a domestic trust for a foreign trust to do business. Okay. So um, are you you know are you thinking about these things when you're setting up your business, right? So a trust, with some exceptions, and you might want to consult with a tax professional. All right, if you you know you got questions on that but estates have in numbers uh, real estate mortgage investment conduits those are your RITs, all right, for people who got real estate uh, nonprofit organizations uh, formers cooperatives if you're you trying and do farming okay uh, plan administrators right so all of these are, are different types of organizations, right, including the LLC, that can get an EIN number. Right? Now, um, you can apply for an EIN online. Okay? You can get this it online. It's really easy. You can probably get it. Back in the day, you used to be able to get as many EINs as you wanted to in a day. They changed it. You can only do one a day now. Right? So, basically, you'll select what type of entity that you're going to start with, right? So, you start as a proprietor. You'll have to get a new one when you want to start the LLC, so you can't use the same EIN for multiple businesses. Each business has to have an EIN. So even if you get the EIN, you you never really have to register it as a business. You could just use the EIN just for the purpose of business credit, okay? So you'll answer questions about what type of business you have. Uh, is it retail? Is it consulting? Is it real estate? Whatever it is, okay? you're going to input when you started your business activity. So when did the business start? So it's okay if your business is brand new. It really is, right? But you just need to get the EIN and use it. Okay? Um, You can get the EIN the same day, too. It's cool. Okay? Now, when your business is registered, meaning when you have either done your DBA or you, you went down to the Secretary of State, if you have the LLC or you have a registered DBA, you can apply for a business bank account at that point in time, okay? So, you get your little tip here, uh, you need to have your business email, website, and phone numbers all together, right? Because this will help your application when you're doing things. Because right? sometimes banks will go and look and see if you have an actual uh, banking, excuse me, an actual website for your business, right? Because a lot of banks, you know, depending upon the type of business that you're doing, they want to see that you, they want to see that you're in business. They want to see that you're doing business, so they're gonna look for that type of stuff, All right? So, uh, it's really important, right? So, but for an LLC, you you need to provide your articles of confederation, um, articles of incorporation, uh, your LLC certificate, your EIN number, right? For a sole proprietorship. You'll need your business registration in the state, which can be a DBA, right, and the EIN. Now, um, I've, I've mentioned this before, but you want to have a letter of good standing, right? When you can get that letter of good standing uh, from the Secretary of State for DBA. You can include that in your paperwork when you go to a bank to set up a bank account. All right? So that's really important. It's crucial. Okay? Um, now, you, you – it, and I'll, and I'll make this clear, right? Because for some banks, you can apply and submit everything online. And with the other banks, you got to go into a branch. And depending upon the bank, like I've had a bank account before where I had to set up a bank for a business, and I did everything online with them, but they didn't have a branch locally, right? And so later I had to make my way into a branch, but it was just a lot of hassle. So I would always suggest that, you try to find a branch that you can go into so you can build a relationship with the bankers because the better relationship that you build with the bankers, um, the more that you become a word applicant later for loans and things like that. Sometimes a lot of stuff is based on relationships, right? So um, examples of online business accounts, right, are like Novo, uh, Bluevine, uh, MBKC Bank. Okay. And then you got traditional business bank accounts like Bank of America, Chase Bank, U.S. Bank, right? Um, and so once that's done, the next step that you'll flow into will be a good credit rating, right? And so once you establish a business account, you got to make a point to keep a good bank rating. You got to do that, right? Because lenders will use every bit of information that they can. Right when it comes to find out was he credit worthy or she credit worthy, whatever it is, right, so lenders will use information about your checking your savings, your assets, all of that to determine whether you have the capacity to take on more debt so even if even if your business has been up and running for let's say it's been up and running for a considerable amount of time, let's say it's been up and running for for ten years. It's been up and running for 10 years, right? Because I know people who've had businesses for 10 years and have never opened up a business back in the town. Literally never. And they've never used the EIN. right? So even if your business has been up and running for a considerable amount of time, um something like inconsistent or or low cash flow can prevent a credit approval. Okay? So, your bank rating is based on how much you keep in your account and then the activity in that account over at least three-month period. Okay? Um, you need to make it your goal to have $10,000 or more in cash flow sitting in your account at all times. Right? And so, there's an old trick. And, you know, you want to have $10,000 is good, right? But if you don't have $10,000 sitting in your account, that's okay. Right? Start with what you got. There you got thousand dollars. Keep a thousand dollars in the account and then what you do from that point is you can you can make deposits. Like right? you really want to make more deposits than you make for withdrawals. Right? You want the account to be in good standing most times, so you'll continue to make deposits into the account. Okay. Because you you want to show cash flow, right? So you want to start with what you can build. Um uh, well, let, let, let me rephrase that. You, you, you want to begin with what you have, and then you want to build up to what you can get to, right? So, start with a thousand, build up to ten thousand. So, you want to start with something that's reasonable for you, right? Then you want to ensure that you got more deposits coming in than withdrawals. This, this, I, like I can't say that enough. You need more deposits than withdrawals. And here's an old trick, right? You can take a hundred dollars out on Monday, hold it in your pocket go back to the bank on Wednesday and then deposit it back in. You can, you could continuously do that. Then it shows, you know, it it shows that you're making deposits. You can if you only got $10, put a deposit of $10 in there every time you got $10. It just shows deposits, right? The better your bank rating, the higher likelihood that you'll get approved and then when you apply for a loan, right, with business credit card with that bank, it's a good chance that you'll get it. So bank ratings, and I'll give you the ratings, right, because they have different ratings. So a low four rating is what they call having $1,000 to $3,999. A mid four is $1,000 to $6,999. A high four is $7,000 to $9,999. A low five is ten thousand to thirty nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars. A mid five is forty thousand to sixty nine thousand dollars. A high five is having seventy thousand to ninety nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars in your account okay Banks look at this stuff so so that's that's what they consider to be a good rating right and, and it's good to have that. You know what I mean? You you really start yourself. Start with where you at. You know you, you you if you don't got it, you don't got it. You know sometimes you just gotta you, you gotta go in and do things small, and then you gotta build up from there. Right? Everybody unfortunately, everybody don't start off with you know a bunch of guap in the bank. Right? Some of us gotta get the shit out the mud. You know, start from the bottom and build up, and that's all right. Right? It doesn't make you any less of a business owner or any less of a um you know of of a potential millionaire. You know what I mean? Like like you start off from where you at, right? So you gotta keep a good rating. Okay? The next step you need to establish records with credit reporting agencies. And this is important, right? Establishing a business credit profile is a very important step for any small business owner, right? You gotta start establishing a credit profile so maintaining the credit report specifically for your business will help protect your own personal credit rate you don't want to use your personal credit forever you 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 really want to make the transition to business credit or another type of credit because you know the, the the fact is is that if you want to be private and go on private and all that stuff that will help you okay Maintaining the credit report specifically for your business helps protect your own personal credit rating. and then reduces your personal liability by keeping your business account and your transactions separate. Okay? So then we got to demonstrate a solid credit history for your business through a, what they call a third-party source. That's a credit bureau, right? which gives you a better chance of qualifying for more credit. Um, it gives you a better chance of scoring. Right at a, at a at a better percentage with the paydex score, okay? Because scoring lower interest rates, right, will help you to get better terms for loans. It'll so help you get better insurance rates. Um, it, it shows the health of your business to potential investors, right? So when we talk about um, like business private platforms, right? A lot of times you might have a great business idea, but you need investors. If I'm an investor, I may ask to look at your business bank accounts. I may ask to look at your credit history. I may ask to look at um, how you've been doing with paying things off for your business. Right. So although there are more than two dozen, two dozen business credit agencies, right? The U.S. Small Business Association typically says that you should focus on the three major credit bureaus for businesses, Dun & Bradstreet. Experian Commercial, and Equifax Small Business. Okay? Now, let me say this because I don't want people to get confused. Uh, Business credit is not personal credit. Personal credit is, is what they call a FICO score. Business credit is done with a Paydex score. Okay? So establish records with credit reporting agencies, and this will help you. Very important. So Dun and Bradstreet. Now a Dun's number is is crucial because even if you're doing business with the government, you need a Dun's number. A Dun's number reports to the number one business creditor, Dun and Bradstreet. Right, and you can go in and you can check uh, frequently once you get vendors how well you're doing, right, on some of their websites. So a Dun's number is is the unique nine-digit identifier for your business. It identifies your company as being distinct from any other in the Dun & Bradstreet data cloud, as they call it. Right. So those numbers are often referenced by lenders, and then potential business partners will essentially um, help them to predict the reliability or the financial stability or the financial health of your business. Okay. So you can get a DUNS number for free. It's free. It don't cost nothing to get it. Um, they do take a little longer to give you a numbers, so you want to give yourself at least a week or two to get a done number, okay? You'll fill out the requested information, such as your business name, your address, your phone number, all that stuff. I would suggest that you get a if – you, if you're doing business out of your house, that's fine, but I would suggest that you have your mailing address for your business at a professional location. So go to Reaches, right? Get your professional address where you can receive mail. That's important. You'll fill out the requested information, such as your business name, your address, your phone number. and give all that to Dun and Brad Street, okay? Um, they're also going to send you. They're also going to ask you for um, your registration information. They, they're going to want to see: Does this person have a DBA? Do they have a certificate of good standing? Do they have something from the state showing that the state recognized? So even if it's even if it's an LLC, they want to know that you recognize. All right, even if it's not an LLC, it could be unincorporated. They just want to know is this individual that's attempting to do, to do business that wants a DUNS number, are they recognized? Right, okay. Very crucial that you have that information. All right, um, and you know, I, like I said, we've been over some of this before, but a lot of this information it needs to it needs to be heard again, especially now, right? Because um, the economy sucks. And it's, and I've always told people this is a business economy. I mean, this is you, know, you wanna do business? You gotta learn how to do business. This is this is how we do business. So you gotta demonstrate that you're capable of doing business, right? And so um you'll you'll fill out all this requested information, you'll provide the year that you started the business, the number of employees that you have, and then the nature of the business. Okay. Now, done the rest. It, they don't really care about what type of business you're doing. They just really want all that information. To me, they do a lot of shit to be nosy um, because they could. They really could issue you a DUNS number pretty quickly. And I'll and I'll make this known. If you're doing business with like the government, um, if you're doing business uh, with other countries, things like that, you can get a DUNS number a lot faster, right? But you have to let them know that, what you're doing business for. Other than that, they're going to take a couple of weeks. Okay. So it typically takes about ten days to receive this Duns number, right? And then you'll get a phone call from the customer service line to verify and identify you and all that good stuff. And then they'll try to sell you a package. You don't really need the package, but if you want to buy it, you can buy it, right? It's like credit signal type of thing. You don't really need it, but you know it's just part of their services because you know they got to make money somewhere. Somebody's buying that shit, okay? Now. The next step is that you need to establish records with credit reporting agencies. So Experian Commercial, um, this record is created when you have lines of credit uh, reported on your business name and your EIN. So Experian recommends that you have your business registered in your state, and then you establish dedicated business phone lines with publicly listed numbers. So you can go get your business And you can go get your phone numbers in the name of your business. And I would suggest that you do that, right? Um, I like to do that. but also, and it's funny, too, because I've, for whatever reason, and you want to make sure that you do this, you want to make sure that whenever you get a phone line for your business, that you tell them to clear out whoever's name may have been previously under that number. Because you'll get, listen, I've gotten so many phone calls, man, for people asking for motherfuckers who used to have the phone number that had another business or, or individuals who may have had your number prior um, they used it as a personal line so you have to make sure that your number comes up as a business line very crucial that you do that All right. Um, then you can choose vendors that report to Equifax or Experian Commercial okay pretty simple Vend- vendor credit is, is pretty simple um, and I think of, we, we, we've we discussed this before in webinars, but vendors change all the time, right? And, you know, if you got a group of individuals who, who are working as a collective, you know, um, like, for instance, there's a – I think it's like Milwaukee or something like that. There's a group of people, a group of black businesses under one roof. That's like 10 businesses. Each one of the businesses could really be trading with each other, and they could be reporting – credit for each other but we haven't gotten that far um, you know with our knowledge in terms of as a whole to be able to do that so a lot of times we and it's really buying and selling with each other but a lot of times we, we move straight to commercial businesses and we overlook the moms and pops businesses you know back in the day they used to be happy where you could go into like your little local store and you could tell somebody I need $30 worth of stuff and then You'd have a you'd have an account on the books, right? And when you paid off your account on the books, you could come back and buy more stuff, right? So it was kind of like a it was kind of like a um, it was a loan in a way, right? But they was extending you credit inside that store. So that's how it works with vendors. Um, And if you register yourself as a vendor with Equifax, Experian, some of these companies, then you can actually report credit for other individuals, okay? Um, but then we have Equifax Small Business, which is similar to Experian. You need to get these trade lines with accounts that report to Equifax, like banks and leasing companies, okay? So you want to look for companies that are part of what, what they call the SBFE, which is the Small Business Financial Exchange Incorporation. Or, well, let me say it again. the Small Business Financial Exchange Incorporated, but they call it the SBFE, okay? So you want to look for companies that are part of that. Okay. and that will help you to know um, who are, who are vendors who you can get trade lines from all that good stuff right so you don't have to go out and buy trade lines and hope that they hit your credit account you can just go out and do business with actual companies that will really give you trade lines right um and then there's nav i like nav nav is a pretty cool website too but nav is a great way to help establish your business credit um and if you go through nav they got credit monitoring. They got the financing platform, all that stuff. So when you sign up for a paid account with NAV, it's going to report to the Dun & Bradstreet. It's going to report to the Experian. It's going to report to the Equifax. Right? And you want to do this for about two to three months to see some real results. So you've got to stay consistent with that, right? And then you can use NAV and you can use their services to find the best financing options for your company, right? So – and this is another reason why we do that. I mean, you know, I, anytime I give you this type of information now, I want to make sure that I'm going to give you exactly what you need. I'm not going to leave shit out, right? Because this is easy. Anybody can do this. And you, you, you can do this shit with no money. Literally. Like, literally, man. You can take $100 a month. And a lot of these places, and I'll tell you this, right? A lot of these places, um, like Uline and shit like that, what they do now is they make you spend over a certain amount of money. And when you spend over a certain amount of money, then they'll start allowing you to do the, the net accounts, which is you could pay them back in 30, 60, 90 days, right? So, it's an important aspect, okay? So, when when, when you're establishing credit, Experian Commercial, Equifax Small Business, and NAV, those are three important sites that y'all want to make sure you got right down, keeping your road dates, Okay. All right.
2: The next step,
7: you want to establish your business credibility, so you increase the odds of getting approved. So now that you've learned how to register your business, once you have an EIN, right, and then you start reporting scores to Dun and Bradstreet, Experian, Equifax, then you can make sure that you have your business credibility together in order to actually start applying for loans. Right, because that's important. I mean, who don't want a business loan? Right. So couple of things that that you need to know your business name you need your your full legal name including dbas all that's got to be together they got to match what's listed in the public records your ein number make sure that it matches what the irs gave the accuracy of it matters okay then your business address it needs to be a physical address not a po box or ups say it again. Your business address needs to be a physical address, not a P.O. box or UPS. It's okay to use a P.O. box if you just want certain things sent there. But when it comes to having it on record, you want to use a business address. So that's why Regis is good. All right? A business website. This should properly reflect your brand. Business websites are good. and says, hey, this is who we are. This is what kind of business we're doing. This is our brand. Remember, you are the brand. So you got to build a brand. Like if y'all got troubles with uh, getting websites and stuff set up, holler at me. I can refer y'all to some people who I know that do really good work with that. Okay. Then you got the business email. So a business email, you can use your domain name in um, the email address. I suggest you, do, you can do like a Google domains, or you can do like a, a more private server, whatever you choose. But just to make sure that you have a business email. Okay. Then your business license. Make sure that you have all of your required licenses um, that you need in the state. Sometimes, if you're doing a certain business with, um, if you're doing business with like the government stuff like that, certain things they make you have certain licenses for, certificates and shit like that. Just make sure that whatever industry you in, you know your industry. All right, that's important. There's not many people who, um, who do business and in, in bigger realms that don't have certificates. You want to make sure that, that you're up-to-date on that, right? Then you want to make sure that your business phone, all right, that you have your own business phone number under your business name, okay? Don't have a regular phone line and then answer it and say, oh, this is Jim's Burgers, but the number you, you use for, for, you know, for other shit. Like you want to make sure that it's a personal line, or, or excuse me, that it's a business line and it doesn't interfere with your personal line. Okay it's not right like to have personal conversations on the business line, but it should be set up for that purpose All right. uh public records, make sure that you don't have any delinquencies, make sure that you pay everything on time, all of that good stuff, all of that shit counts right Pay stuff on time all right people get behind We're in the pandemic that's understandable, but do the best that you can All right. um now. Let's talk about getting your first line of credit, okay? Because a business line of credit, or a lock, L-O-C, is a revolving loan that allows access to fixed amounts of capital, right? Which can be used when, basically, you need short-term business lo- uh, loans, right? So if you got a short-term lead, you can access lines of capital through the bank. You can access them through credit cards, things like that, right? Um, this is where we get into the... Uh, whole access, the, the whole conversation of of accessing small business lines of credit, right? So this type of line of credit requires the business to pledge specific assets. So this is where you got to have some collateral, right? And, and to have collateral can be property, it could be money in the bank, it could be gold and silver, it could be bonds, it could be stocks. Any of that stuff can be considered as collateral, right? So since a line of credit is a short-term liability. Lenders typically ask for short term assets such as accounts, receivables, uh, inventory, stuff like that. Okay? So, a lot of lenders, y'all, they, they, they really don't require um, capital assets such as real property or equipment to secure a line of credit, though. So, if a borrower is unable to repay the line, the lender will then assume the ownership of collateral, right, in order to liquidate, pay off the balance. So, just make sure that. You, you don't take out a loan on your mama's house to get a business line of credit, but then you can't pay the loan back later because then your mama will lose her house. So you've got to be careful with shit like that, right? They you have unsecured, uh, unsecured business lines of credit, right? And so this typically, you know, this type of line of credit does not really – I want and I want to make sure I put this right because – the 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 type of line of credit for unsecured business lines of credit really don't require specified assets as collateral, right? However, when you're dealing with stuff like this, a, a general lien, a personal guarantee or guarantor, they may ask you for it. So, like for instance, they say, okay, well, we'll give you ten thousand dollars. You got a cosigner, okay? So you got to think about things like that, right? Because there is no specified collateral that's associated with unsecured lines of credit. The business likely um, is going to need a stronger credit profile, okay? And then you'll need a positive uh, track record for your business to qualify, like right? all that good stuff. So, additionally, interest rates may be slightly higher, and the unsecured credit lines are then often smaller. Okay, so I need y'all to make sure that you pay. Close attention to secure lines of credit and unsecured lines of credit. It's going to help you out in the long run. Okay, so let's talk about getting your first line of credit, vendor credit. Okay, these are the easiest lines of credit at the beginning of your business to get. Okay, when you first start now in your journey, most vendor credit companies report to all three of the major business credit bureaus. So you make sure that you pay your bills early, and then make sure you pay them on time. Okay. so you really won't need to supply your social security number. Um, and I know a lot of people, especially in this space, that you got a lot of brothers is worried about that social, right? But you don't really need to to give them a social, right? And, and typically, you'll have um, you have to place a couple of orders that you pay for, you know, that you pay yourself, right? Um, you, so you'll start with orders between like 50, 75 bucks. And then you can apply with credit, which is your net 30 account, after, after you've paid it off a significant amount of time. Like, like I said, when I talked to Uline, I paid $100 uh, for some paper. Right? I needed some print um, And what they essentially did was they said, okay, well, we need you to spend over $100. Um, and we need you to do it several times, and then you can apply for a net 30, and we'll decide if we're going to give it to you. It didn't always used to be like that. There was one point in time where you could just order whatever you needed and they give you a line of credit. Right. And some people still do that, but a lot of times they don't do they don't do that shit no more. Um, when it comes to like you line and shit like that, right? They they then got hit to people's game. <laughs> and so they, they know how people move, all right. So um, this will typically give you 30 days, though, to pay back the invoice. And the earlier you pay, the better because the quicker they report it to the credit bureaus, right? So examples of, of vendors will be Uline, Quill, Granger, uh, Summa Office Supplies, Crown Office Supplies, all of that good stuff, okay? So those are some good ones for you. Make sure that you jot that down, okay? So when you're getting your first lines of credit, Um, You can do retail credit, right? Using retail credit, you can start getting approved for, for store towns like Amazon, Target, Walmart, right, and a lot of others. And you can use the EIN for the business, and you don't have to use your social, okay? So you make sure that you have at least two to three months of credit reporting from your vendor trade lines before you apply, though. So you can apply over your phone. You can do it online. And then with these, you can use them to purchase supplies, et cetera, right, whatever you really need. Okay, but just make sure that if you're paying early, right, um, make sure that they report the shit, right. You don't want them to report it late, so you make sure that you pay it early. Make sure they report it, right, because they have responsibility to report it. Okay, um, so you know if you need retail cards, and I always tell people start off with vendors and then jump to retail cards. Retail cards are Walmart, Amazon Rewards Card, Target Business Account, Best Buy, Staples. Office Depot, even Home Depot, okay, if you're in construction, okay. So, really important that you, you know, you you maintain that, stay up on that, okay. Now, um, credit cards. Let's talk about credit cards, right? Because credit cards you might consider applying for business credit cards and obviously people do this and then they get turned down. They don't understand why it's because you missed the first two steps. Right. But unless they are store cards, like the ones that I've just mentioned, most of these will require you to add your social security number. Okay. And then they're going to check your personal credit. Right. So before you apply for business credit cards, it's a good idea to ensure that your vendor trade lines and then your retail trade lines are all reported for at least four months to a credit bureau. Okay, you also want to make sure that your personal credit score is at least a 680. Okay, so you want to consider basically adding a trade line to your own credit so that you can show you already have a $10,000 line in your name. This is where your your own credit will come in handy if you choose to do that. Okay, If 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 you're stuck on this or you need some help, you know, we set up a consultation with me and I can walk you through it. All right, but just to give you an idea. Um, So business credit cards could be Chase Business Card, Bank of America Business Card, U.S. Bank Business Card, American Express Business Cards, Discover Business Cards. All right. Um, And so once you go from that aspect, you can then jump into the secured cards. So if you're still building personal credit and then you're unable to get approved for unsecured business lines, you can start with a secured line. Right. So then you can basically build credit in a positive manner. A lot of people use self. I like self, self is good, um, self dot com. You basically stack in your own money for about a year and then they just report it, right? So it's a cool way to do things. Um Wells Fargo secure business credit card is cool. You got Metro Credit Union, they got a secure card, uh B B V A, um, Compass Secured, uh Visa. They got some cool business cards you can get your hands on, okay? So you got to get your hands on on your first lines of credit, right? And so once you have have mastered this, then you can jump to the whole thing about obtaining business loans and getting secured money, right? So obtaining a business loan from a bank can provide really a powerful boost for you if you do it right, right? Um, it can help you build up your credibility, it can help you boost your score, all those good things. So, rather than risking uh, you know, being denied, which really sucks when you get denied, right? You can guarantee your own business loan by securing a certificate of deposit. That's a CD. Right? And you go to your bank and you can get a CD at the bank in exchange for an extension of a loan. So, you could actually get a CD and borrow against the CD. A lot of people don't know that, but that's a cool way to do stuff too. You can borrow against the CD. You borrow against the CD, then what happens is is basically now you're paying yourself back, and that's kind of what they do with self too. With self, they they um, you know, they say pay us thirty dollars a month. We'll report it, we'll put it away for you at the end of you know at the end of twelve months or like whatever the time period is. You can then take what you put in and you can pull it out. Right? It's a pretty cool way to do that. Okay. So what you're doing basically is you're giving them some type of collateral, and this ultimately will, uh, will make them more comfortable, right, and then really more confident in your business, right, and giving you money. And a CD is a way for them to not lose money too, right? So this makes you what they call low risk. So the bank feels like they ain't got shit to lose. It's a pretty cool way to do it, right? All right, now, of, of starting with a secure line, right? There's several benefits to starting with a secure business loan or a credit card. And then the method, depending upon how you do it, is effective. It it can help you maximize your chances of being approved for actual unsecured loans and lines of credit, okay? So, um, you know, when we talk about secure lines, right, secure lines are going to report every month just like any other account. Uh, You're building a a positive relationship with, with whatever institution you're doing business with. Uh, when you apply for your next loan, you'll have a historical advantage, okay, because they say, oh, well, we know this guy or this girl or or this group, whatever, okay? Now, there's other ways that you can build business credit, and uh, and I'll just mention those quickly. Uh, one of which I talked about already was the gas cart, right, like Chevron, Texaco, Quick Trip. Uh, these are relatively easy to get approved for. After you have three to four months of good reporting history with uh, places like Uline or Granger, okay? Uh, PayPal, set up a business account, send invoices to your customers, right? Okay? Cure Savings Loan, similar to CD Business Savings Loans, right? But you can use your business account, okay? Um, and then there's Cabbage. Cabbage is cool. We create an account with Cabbage. You can utilize what they call their merchant services on Cabbage, and you can start building business credit with Cabbage. Cabbage is a cool way to do that, right? So these are a few ways that you can start to build some solid business credit, right? Um, you know, I've went through this with a lot of different people, and a lot of people, for whatever reason, tend to not know this information, but it's positive information that can really help you out. Um, whether you're doing business with a business trust or you're doing business with an LLC, okay? Basic information. Um, so with that being said, we'll take a quick break, and I'll come back and I'll give you a little bit more information, um, and then we'll hop to the call line, all right? It's a short show tonight. You're right here on the bottom line. It's Sunday, all right? Uh, call in number if you are listening live, 516 531 We'll be right back after these messages. Keep it locked. Don't go nowhere.
3: Want me? Are you gonna call me like you said you would? Is this really your real phone number? But you know, I'm a man now, baby, a grown man, and I came a long way. And a Spirit taught me one thing, taught me to hold on.
4: 10 p.m eastern on the bottom line with Joey l on the new evolution radio network
7: all right all right, all right. peace peace we're back got... so we had a question in the chat he says correct me if i'm wrong but it's a secure loan is a loan from the financial institution that is backed by your assets and i will say that is for it uh, you typically will have to show your assets with a secure loan, typically they they will want to see that. The lender will then place a lien on the asset um, and then they'll give you a loan. But the lien will be placed on the asset until the asset has been paid back in full. That's typically how that works. That's a secure loan. Unsecured means you got pretty decent credit so they don't they won't ask for an asset. That's typically how that works. And we talk about on a, on a broader scale. Uh, that's typically how that works. Thank you for that question. Very good question. Okay. Um, now the first thing and, and I'll I i want to jump back to something here. I mean, one of the first things I talked about here, um, was setting up a phone and a lot of times people you know, people don't use white pages and yellow pages you no know, Like you remember when they had phone books? That's like a thing in the past, but, um back in the day when they had phone books, people would put their business in the phone book. Like right? I think it was the white pages for was for business, I think it was. And you took the yellow I don't remember what's it, what's it it might have been the white pages for business and yellow was for, no, white pages was for personal, yellow pages was for business, I think it was, right? Um, but, no, maybe it was the other way around. I don't remember. I'm sorry, I forgot, man. It's been so long. I ain't seen them shit in years. But um, then they had super pages, which is online, right? But um, any other directory that you can find, essentially, because um, these are still available, they're just online now, right? Um it's hard to get listed with 411, but you want to have your business listed 411. Right? And a lot of times, if the businesses will getting credit, they want to verify the business information, and they're going to search for the phone number on 411. Okay, so I was suggesting you get listed on 411 for like a couple of months, um, and unfortunately, that's just how long it takes, right? Sometimes it's just the nature of how these things work. But 411 gets information from other sources as well as um, accepting submissions and things like that. So. Signing up for everything um, You know Above it essentially when will not only um, help you List it quickly But it'll help you Receive more business When people search for you uh, And that's another reason Why people Now people do uh, Google listing, right? Where you list your business In Google So um, you can pay for that too So if somebody's Looking for your business They can type it in Google And it'll come up in Google And then you'll list it As a business in Google So that's another thing That you probably should do Right um, And believe it or not if you're listed like that, you know, you can put yourself in the top of the list because people will start calling you for business, right? Whether you have, um, you know, janitorial services or you've got credit cleaning services or whatever your services are, right? Um, but that's really important. in um, & Bradstreet, you know, they can automatically create a file for you if you've been in business for a while. Kind of how, like, 411 works. But it's best if you sign up with DMV. Um, before they create a file for you. So if they create a file uh, with incorrect owner information, it could be hard for you to get in the time because then you won't, you won't basically be able to verify the correct information. So you want to make sure that all your information is correct, right? Because when they start building the credit file, um, it's out there now, right? And sometimes it's hard to get stuff corrected. So you want to try to do stuff the right way, starting off. Um, and, you know, when you do stuff the right way, starting off, it makes it a hell of a lot easier Right, and then you can start calling the companies listed. You know, you can start you can go from left to right. Right, some will ask, um, you know, for ninety days you know, when you're doing like Granger and stuff like that. Right, they may give you, they may give you the uh, the. Some of these companies will give you trade lines, Some of them won't. Right, it just depends on how much money you're spending with them. Right, you may be able to get your credit file going quicker if they do give you the prepay option and you decide to take it, right? Someone won't ask at all, okay? It just depends on how you're doing business, right? Granger and Quill are the quickest to report. Um, they usually report within weeks. Some of the trade lines take a little longer, right? Um, so you need to ask them when you call them, hey, how long do y'all take to report, all right? This is, hey, keep in mind, what, what you're doing is you're creating, you really are creating a new life in business. You're creating a new way to be able to do commerce outside of using your name. helps helps you to stay private, too. You can rent apartments in your business. You can buy cars in your business. You you can buy furniture in your business if the credit is right. Okay? Um, so, real important stuff. Right? Um, so, like I said, this was just a quick overview tonight. I wanted to make sure that we got into this because um, I think that it's good information. I think that it will help you i got a couple of webinars over this stuff. If you are interested in getting that information, I'll probably do a new webinar soon uh, on business credit. And I'll show you guys how to actually, how to get the loans and all that good stuff. Um, and I'll show you all some new stuff that I haven't presented before, like um, ever. And I'll, I'll probably do that webinar maybe sometime next month. But I want to get a little bit more free time. All right. So we're going to go to the call lines. Call lines are wide open. we got about 30 minutes left on the live call. If you want to call in. Um, if you're in the chat and you want to call in, feel free. Call the number is 516-531-9318. All right. I'm going to go to 702-628. You're on the line. Boy. What's up, man? Can you hear me? Yeah, what's up, bro? Joey, what's up, baby boy? I'm, I'm good. Hey, right, man. Hey, right, I was so damn excited, man, just to hear you on the... On the, on the radio this week, man Hey, I, I just pressed one, man But, 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 look Hey, I'm here, dog I, I, huh? I said I'm here <laughs> Hey, this, let me see uh, I missed a little bit of the show Because I'm in the kitchen cooking and Back and forth, then my girl kept messing with me I'm like, baby, you know I'm to the show But look, when I heard you talking about the EIN The EIN The uh, LFCs and everything Can you, um can I use
1: can I use an EIN for to to build
7: to get another LLC or do I have to use a social security number in order to, to get the EIN? Does that make sense? You to be able to you used to be able to do that, but they changed all of that. Code. So you have to you have to use a guarantor or use your social. Okay, you so said I got to use a guarantor. Okay, or when I say social, excuse me. Yeah, when I say, let me rephrase that. You need to trust people. So you can use a trustee or you can use a social. Using a social is not – it's okay to use a social because what happens is you can always do an and just tie it over. Like you can just create a partnership agreement between you and the business, and you say, hey, I'm a trustee. My job is just to get the EIN number. And then basically you make the responsible party a trust or whatever is going to end up paying the tax or filing the tax for it. Um, but you know right. if you don't have it that's if you don't have trustee. If you got a trustee. If you got a trustee, just use your trustee. I I apologize, man. I apologize, I apologize. It can you turn that background down just Yeah, I just turned twenty percent just a little now. B- Okay. Yeah, so much better. Okay. Yes I, I can. Can. You need you a I apologize. I need a no, trustee. Fine, so when you say grantor trustee, yeah, you need a trustee. Are interchangeable. They interchangeable. Yeah, that, they could be interchangeable cuz sometimes your trustee can be a, a, a grantor or guarantor, right? Or but I like the word trustee. Let's just say let's just call it a trustee. You'll use your trustee to be able to actually go um and get the EIN for you, right? If you don't want to get into yourself. Copy that, yeah. Not just what, I just wanted to make sure it? that
8: I, I was following along with you when you said grantor or a trustee. I just yeah. want to make sure that I'm I'm yeah. on the same page with
7: That's all. Yeah, and then what you'll do what you'll do is if you use your social then you'll just use a n eighty eight thirty two later. Um and then you'll so this way you can actually write down who the responsible party is. So just because you use the social you to said, get it doesn't make you the responsible party.
8: Well now you said an eighty eight
7: what? Eighty eight thirty two. Okay,
8: eighty eight thirty two. Okay, I just want to make sure I understood you properly. But there's so many different yeah. forms out there, man. So yeah, this, this one of them shows. I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to go back and listen to it again and sit down and take some notes just to make sure that I, you know, for my for my own understanding and everything, you know, like we supposed to yeah. do, man. I
7: would, I would. I mean, it's, it, listen. This is one of those things where the information that I just gave out is information that, you know, it's readily available. But but this information you got to study it. And and like I like I talked about in the webinar, this is a tier system. So with a tier system is you want to start with, you know, you want to start off with, you know, the basics, which is like, you know, you you get your vendors. Then then you can go to store credit. Then you can go to credit cards. Then you can jump up to loans, right? But if you jump up to loans, at that point in time, they're either going to want collateral or or you're going to have to either give some type of collateral to get the loan or have really, really good credit.
8: Yeah. So what you so what you think? Just hypothetically, what if like three hundred thousand dollars in the bank, but your credit is bad, and you know your credit history is all messed up, and you think they'd be a little lenient, or or they gonna probably oh, don't yeah, want to hold the
7: majority well, of their well, well, funds. Well, that's what I was talking about with the CDs. You you can essentially put three hundred thousand dollars in a CD, and then you can borrow against the CD, and,
2: and then when you borrow
7: against the yeah, you can borrow against a CD, which means that your money stays in place. You're just going to pay back yourself. So now essentially you've got – if you do it right, you may have $600,000, but 300000 of it you can't touch. But now now you're liquid 300000 You still have another 300000 that's sitting there. So the bank didn't really lose anything. They just lent your own money to you as a loan. Basically, right. So you're paying. Yeah. So you're man, paying
8: man, while they're they going to be investing your money.
7: They're going to be investing your money, making yeah, oh, all yeah. kind of money with your money. <laughs> but well, that's fractional reserve banking for you. And that's why they're able to do this because because they're able they're able to say, OK, well, you know, we got his money. We can make money on his money and we're going to let him make money on his own money. But he's going to pay us back. he's going to pay himself back. And, and then the funny thing about that is, is, let's say you miss a payment. They'd be on your ass because you missed a payment on your own money. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So
0: they, you said you said put it in
7: the CD. Yeah, you said put it in the CD and borrow against it. Could you? Yeah. Now, does that particular CD account? Can you accumulate interest on that? Will they give you interest from borrowing against get your own money or no? No, typically they don't. I haven't seen one. Okay. okay. I have. Yeah. I. I, I make very even with banks, look, check it out, right? Even with banks, if you put your money in a money market or C D, they may give you a small interest rate. It might be that shit might be like point three percent. It ain't even a percentage. Exactly. Not, not so a a times, percent. it's not even a full percent. It's like a, a third yeah, of a percent. That's not a good investment vehicle in my opinion. That's not you know, and I'm not giving investment advice, but that's not an investment vehicle that I would typically explore. That's like one of them things where okay, I want to keep my money in place and I need to be liquid, but I still want my money to be there in the. Account. So basically, what you could do is you say okay, I want to still show where I got three hundred thousand sitting in, in a bank account, but I want to use the three hundred thousand in the account. So you borrow against the three hundred thousand, you keep it in the account, and then you use what they gave you to to stay liquid. That's how that works.
8: So so then let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. And thank you, thank you, um. Okay so let's say bam i go i go to one financial institution i establish a cd i borrow against it bam now now i got i got 6 right can i can i take the the 3 and go to another financial institution and borrow against and put it and get another cd and borrow against it at the same time or do they look it up? Is it some type of system that says, No nah, brother, you already know no, the three hundred thousand. You can't No, it's not no it's not a system.
7: It's not a system like that. But what happens is is all, then you go back at step one. That's like that's like taking three hundred thousand out of one bank, or borrowing against it, and then you put it in another bank and you borrow against it. But you don't have six hundred thousand now. You you only got three hundred thousand liquid. I still got you. Yeah, but but on on the books, it looks like you're six hundred thousand because it's three hundred thousand in one bank and three hundred thousand in another. So on the books, it looks like there's still that much money there, but you're not liquid that much money.
8: Mm, okay, okay, okay. So I, I better damn well have a plan already in place and something in motion where I'm already accumulating enough funds to uh, to, to pay back both loans. Otherwise, I end up, you know, doing myself a disservice.
7: Yeah, there's basically, and there's, there's some good investment vehicles that you could, like, dude, you, you could start a business and take that money and, and become a, a supplier, you know, you could, you could put that money in, into supplies, you know, buying and selling, that type of thing, you know, you, you, you can become a vendor, you can become a vendor yourself, you know, there's other ways to flip that money. You know to make it work for you but just put it in the bank as a cd and then put it in another bank as a cd and borrowing against it it doesn't essentially make you liquid double that amount you you just on paper double that amount but you only liquid the same amount
8: copy that copy that that makes sense man that makes sense but, man I mean, not all you know
7: you're all right cds is a good vehicle though. You know, if if they're good vehicles, if you want to borrow against your money without depleting your funds, mm-hmm. just
8: better
7: have a good plan on how you gonna pay this shit back.
8: Yeah, yeah, you better
7: have a a, a damn good plan, man. You better have a damn good plan. You know, yeah, okay, huh. yeah. exactly. I mean, oh, I was man, always told, hey. I was always told that if you lose money, you you don't lose anything. If if you lose If you lose time Then you've lost something If you lose life You've lost something Money is a Money is a tangible thing We can always get that back But you can't get back time You, can you can't get back more. life Yeah So no, So just you know Not at be, all be, be Be stringent with You know With your time In terms of how you invest your money You know If you lose 300,000 Trust me It's, it's billionaires That lost way more than that But You know the, the beauty is that money can always be regained. But you just make sure that you invest it the properly.
5: Then then
7: there's uh you know, a lot of people I know I know some people who invest their money in, in day trading and stocks and stuff like that. So I mean there's yep. so many places yep. to put money, bro. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah, 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 'cause Mark you know. Mark Cuban just lost a big old bank role but about six to eight weeks ago. No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, listen. Remember, I remember I mentioned this early on when we first started talking. There, there's the bank keeps credit ratings based on how much you have in an account. So if you got seventy thousand nine hundred ninety nine to ninety nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars in an account, that, that's what they call a high five bank rating. Mm. So your, your bank okay. rating is based yeah. on how much you keep in the account and then the activity in that account over a three month period.
8: Okay. Yeah, that that was my next question. Okay, you just answered, answered it too. Yeah, man, that's dope. That's some, that's some yeah, bro. So that's why it's, that's
7: you know, why I right there. It's, yeah, it's worth exploring though. You know what I mean? Like like I said, build a biz. If you got that kind of capital that, that's liquid to you, I I, I really wouldn't even. I, I would put the money to the side and and I would start building business credit and get three hundred thousand dollars in credit. And now you now you really are at six hundred thousand because you got three hundred thousand that's liquid that you can borrow against, and you got another three hundred thousand dollars that's in credit, and that's possible
8: to do. Yeah, so that's a lot. That's I, uh, I sit down and listen to this one again. So let me
7: let me ask you this real quick: I, I, when you uh, after the show? what determines how soon I'm able to download the show from blog talk? Sometimes I can download the show immediately. And sometimes I got to wait like 30, 40 minutes, an hour, a couple of hours. And I'll be like, damn, I'm, I'm just wondering. Determines what determines what determines how, um, the, this, this, if you, it, sometimes it depends on how long the show is, but the shows are all end up in podcasts. So if you, so if you download them from blog talk, then they normally go to the blog talk right away. Um, if you got a podcast,
8: okay.
7: um and if you if you go to podcast, type in New Evolution Radio Network, um, in Apple Podcasts, they come up it comes up as a podcast so you can download them as podcasts as well. Um but it normally takes
8: okay.
7: I've seen it today. Sometimes I've seen it take twenty minutes. It just depends. It's a system, it depends on how, how many people are uploading into the system. I, that's not something I that I because they automatic they're automatically downloaded. Okay.
8: Download it. okay. Yeah, I was just wondering if it was something on your end or you know what I'm saying? Okay, yeah, I was just wondering, yeah. No,
7: that's not I time yeah, no, that's, that's do, do it not I Sometimes It might take a few hours. Yeah, it should be that most of these downloads are immediate. If it takes yeah. and, and if it takes too long you don't it. see it on there. If you don't see it on Blog Talk, try Podcast. if you got an iPhone, um every iPhone has a podcast app on there. You can just go to the podcast app, type in type in New Revolution Radio Network. And all of the shows will pop all up right. yeah, there. <laughs> I've never had an iPhone before. You uh, got an iPhone? I've never had an iPhone before. Okay, all right. Well, that's all right. If you got hell, if, even if you got an Android, uh, you can you can download podcasts on the Android. Same shit. Okay, so I could just download the app. It's not exclusive to Apple or iPhone. Nah, it's not exclusive to Apple. Copy that. Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, hey, hey man, I'm hey, I'm just glad to hear you on the radio, man. Just oh, glad all good, to man. Hear I appreciate you. Doing man. Yeah, I've been I've been you, you know, know? I've been hey. chilling, bro. I've been you know, I've been minding my business. <laughs> Literally. So I you know I, I, I get on I, I get these shows <laughs> you know, I I do shows when it's needed. You know what I mean? I I, I will be doing a. I've been doing my Thursday shows, the metaphysics show, and then the Sunday show. But um, I took off for about two weeks because I had some family stuff to deal with. But I'll be back on this Thursday and then next Sunday as well. So. Okay, you said Thursday and Sunday. Thursdays and Sundays,
0: yep. Uh,
8: uh Yeah, I got a. I got. I got a homeboy. I think he in the queue right now. He texted me. He he wanted me to shut up and so. <laughs> and, and get off the line he so got somebody this. else can
7: get in. <laughs> <laughs> he got it. He got his hand up. I don't see his hand up. So I'm, I'm I, press think, number I think one. he do. <laughs> yeah, is, uh, he just, what's his number? What's the first just, three? Uh, the number? 702-772. Okay, I see him in there. Tell so him press one if you want to get his hand up. I'll, I'll bring him in. Yeah, yeah. He, he, probably, he probably just heard you just now. Yeah, I'll hey, that's Stop all I got for right now, man. I'm just hey, i just I'm just I'm 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 happy to hear you hear you on the air, man. For real, for real. Hey bro, I appreciate it, man. Thank you, bro. It's, it's good to be Always, here. Always,
8: man. And I'm a I'm a I'm a tap in on Thursday, man.
7: Yeah, please do. I'm we're gonna be going over the law of one. Uh second second part of law of one. You said second part of law one? Of the it's called the law of one. Oh, so they the really law, it the law the law of raw, but it's called the law of one. That's what it's called. Okay, the, the law of one. It's, oh, yeah, I'm definitely, looking, yeah, yeah um, I'm definitely looking forward to that. Yeah, make sure you definitely. listen to the first part of it, too, so you'll know what the second part is about. First part's in the archives. We did that about two weeks okay, ago. Okay, okay. Okay, you said about two weeks ago. Oh, Chef said, well, I must have missed yep. you then. Okay. Mm. And you said, you said yep. the law of one. Okay, I'm, I'm getting ready to go the look at it. The law right. of one. Yep. And we're going over part man, two Thursday. On Thursday. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we did that show. Um, we did that show to, to, to probably about two weeks back, maybe three. You can find it in the archives, though. It's definitely in the archives.
8: Okay. I'm going to check it's that probably, out, man. So we're we're do
7: Thursday's long one. And the week before that, we did so a little wait. show.
8: So on on Thursday, we're still
7: doing what, about 4 o'clock, right?
1: Time. No, Thursday
7: the show starts at seven. Time. No, the show uh-huh. starts at seven. Seven o'clock. Okay,
8: okay. So then so that's seven eastern?
7: Seven o'clock eastern. Six central, four so, four on the west coast. Uh-huh, oh yeah, you're on, on the west coast. coast. coast okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm on the west. I'm on the west. Yeah, yeah, okay. if you're on the west coast, it starts at four it starts at four on the west coast, seven on on the east, six in the middle.
8: I just I just wanna make sure I still got the times correct. Thursday and Sunday it's still yep. four o'clock on the West Coast time. Uh, okay, and you no more and no more morning shows like Monday morning, Friday morning,
7: right? Nah, I'm not doing those, man. Cause I'm I'm working. I got students I'm working with, man, during the day. So, you know, I'm working with the, I work with the kids during the day, man. You know, so I don't really got time to be to be on the radio in the morning like that. So, when I, when I'm working with the kids, man, that okay. that, that actually that comes first, bro.
8: That's right, man. The kids take presidents so over a whole lot that we have to, a whole lot of other stuff we got going on. So I understand, brother. Yeah, I understand. But
7: I do the evening shows, man. I try to, you know, the thing is, to on the radio is a, it's a full time job, man. Being on the radio, so I try to keep up with, with the radio shows, man, to make sure that you know I'm consistent with the information because it's you know it's information that we need, you know. But I, the funny thing is, is I'm teaching this information to kids too, you know. So so this information okay, is good literally. for kids and adults. Yeah, man, literally, bro. Kids need you to know how to how to build businesses too. <laughs> so I'll be teaching them that's how to build right, businesses yeah, this, too. This information is good for anybody that, that that's uh, able to comprehend it. Yes, man, listen. Anybody that can comprehend it. Exactly. Com- exactly. Did my boy did my boy put his hand up yet? Yeah, he got his hand up yep. I'm gonna holler at him now. Okay, but go on, go on, and get Appreciate with it. He's going to cuss me out, man, if
8: you don't get through him. Yes, sir. All right, peace to the God. Peace to the God. Let's go to
7: 702
8: What's up, brother? What's good, man? Yeah, I didn't want to end up in conversation. I just wanted to make sure I can not get a man welcome I to the the Yes, sir. Welcome to the so, show. uh, so right now, man, I'm, uh, was well, a lot of things i'm trying to do but basically uh with the credit so i got the uh third party debt collector letters and um so as i'm building credit um, i got some people that know how to do the uh cpns and you can buy trade lines from them so what i'm trying yeah. to think do you do you go with the debt collector letters first and clean it up and then build positive or can I do it at the same time? Like throw a trade line or something so, on there, right, a prepaid card. And... Okay.
7: Yeah, yeah, so so remember that, that the debt collector letters
8: is if you're cleaning
7: your personal credit up, um, and, and you got, yeah. like, let's say somebody pulls your, your credit without your permission, that's a debt collector issue. Okay. Right? okay. And if you're cleaning your – like, let's just – I'll give you an example. Let's say your credit report, your personal credit report, um, you know, you, you got three three debt collectors on there right and you want to use the personal credit as a guarantor for your business then then you can use the personal credit with no problem but you might want to be cleaning the credit at the same time so you can clean the credit at the same time if you if you put in, if you got a but if you got a CPN number and on the CPN number, um, Cause CPNs, CPNs or EINS, they kind of work the same way, right? You you essentially uh-huh. you, you can build credit, if you fuck your credit up, it reports to the credit, right? So you can clean the credit yes. and build it at the same time. Well, what I, what I would suggest okay. that you do is that, and I've had a I had a partner that he cleaned everything up the credit to the point where it wasn't nothing on his credit report. Okay. So if you get to, if you get to that point where there's nothing on the credit, then it just doesn't really do you any good to have everything cleaned off if you don't got no credit, 'cause like ha- having nothing yeah, on the credit report no credit. Yeah, it's like having nothing yeah, on you know. it. So um yep. you you know, you just wanna be mindful about um the aspect of 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 debt collection versus credit building. Because if somebody is on your credit report um, you can sue them you can sue you can sue debt collectors, and you can make money off of that,
0: yep
7: right I that yeah, that's I talked that, yeah, talk that in a few webinars where you could do that, and that's cool, that's cool to do that, mm-hmm. but just make sure just make sure that you are diligent about cleaning the credit um I would even, mm-hmm. if you if you got one of my webinars I would take a go back and take a listen to um part part one debt collection webinar part one' part one goes into the to the actual you know the actual cleaner of the credit. Part two goes into how to sue them on your credit report. And so if you're suing somebody on okay. your credit report, that's a completely different aspect.
8: Yeah. Okay. because yep. see, uh, the plan was to uh, to build the personal credit, so it's actually good enough to leverage for the business credit. You know what I mean? And then as it's getting better and better, you know time Yeah. time I yep. won't even need it no more. just, you know, a little bit yeah, well, now, well, right. cool. And if you if you follow
7: the steps I don't know how much of the show you are, but if you follow the steps that I gave out tonight, you can build the business credit up to where you won't need a guarantor and you you can leave the social or the C P N alone and you could just build with the E yeah. I N or the DUNS number.
8: Yeah. Yeah, and ultimately I'm trying to get everything up under in the trust anyway, but you know, I gotta start out from mm-hmm. here and then kind of, you know, build towards that. But I just want to get the ball yeah. rolling properly and just kind of make yeah. the proper moves. Like you said, don't try to jump to the wrong and You really ain't Take your time the with you. for that. So, exactly.
7: Take your time. So, I man. want to
8: take those take steps. You, take your and time it with it build a little by bit at time. And, yep. uh, yeah, that's what I
7: want to do. I'm no, yeah, going to get a with you
8: anyway so I can pick your on. one. But okay.
7: Yeah, that's cool. I'm at com. You can
8: book it over there. Yep.
7: Yeah, and then, oh, then the, the other thing out, uh, too is, dang, is
8: probably a couple of years ago I got the uh the child support from you.
7: Oh yeah. Yep. I did a new oh, child wow, support wow. webinar about a year ago, which is which is cool. I I I think that, you know, if you if you follow the steps, man, the steps don't really change that often. Um, what, what really changes yeah. is, is is how how these credit bureaus and shit are doing business. But you know, with the business credit, bro, you build that up, man. You you can go from yeah. personal credit; they only give you a thousand dollars. The business credit, they may offer you ten thousand dollars because it's a business.
0: business. So, yeah, yeah. I've been doing a lot of research.
8: Right. Like Navy Federal, mm-hmm. a lot of people talk about them in other places and yada yada yada. So.
7: Yeah, I mean it, it and and that's cool. But just keep in mind, bro, CPN numbers are cool. Right? Just like any other EIN or social. That that that's cool. Um but uh-huh. ultimately when you start talk about business credit, that shit at a certain point uh-huh. just becomes a door. It just becomes okay, well, if you don't have enough business credit, let's look at the other credit. But uh-huh. man, you get to a point where where your business credit is so good, bro, it speaks for itself. You don't need you, you won't need a
8: CPN yeah i got you now you know i did have a question too Uh, yeah so remember um how you guys were talking about okay you go get a cd for 300 borrow against that take that put it in another bank so now you show 600 even though you don't need it now let's say if you wanted to make that move just to show that you had collateral say if you was looking to buy like a uh fourplex or a larger property Mm-hmm. And does that make mm-hmm. you look better with the bank saying, "Hey, well this dude got six hundred thousand here, even though it's kind of hopeless focus, just so you could get approved and jump it, in that property it, and start it could, generating it some money"? It could if it's not
7: bad debt. Yeah, it could if it's not yeah. bad debt. Uh-huh. If it's not bad, so what debt? do you mean by bad like, debt? Like, like, like so, what you could do is you, you could essentially borrow against the CD, at three hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> Right. And if you're not paying it back on time mm-hmm. it can turn into bad debt. But if you take the three hundred thousand that oh, okay. you liquid and put it into another account, right, then you could show all the assets. I got I'm liquid three hundred thousand and I got another three hundred thousand sitting in the C D. So now it does yeah, look like you got three hundred
8: yeah. thousand. Exactly. So that's what I was trying to say, just for that posture. So now they like, mm, okay. Maybe it'll improve your odds better to get into that, you know, that income property. So Oh yeah,
7: oh yeah. It's it's and even with income producing property. A lot of times you only got to put a percentage down on the property. You know, yeah. if you're trying to get a fourplex or something like that. A lot of times they just want to see mm-hmm. it, that you can take care of the payments on it. You know.
8: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, cause see, I was thinking like I had looked at a couple out here. They were like uh, anywhere from five to seven hundred thousand. So I'm like, what's the best way to posture yourself? So you know. They can look at you and be like, "All right, cool. You know, we'll go ahead and let you get in there." Yeah,
7: I th- I think that if you if you do it the right way, you know, that's an asset. Having that much money in a CD is considered an asset. Borrow against the asset, yeah. they that money, put it put that money into a, into a, a business account. Mm-hmm. Right now you got you got a CD, okay. with, you know you got a CD with one account and a personal checking, and then you know you've got three hundred thousand liquids sitting in a business account.
8: Okay. Yeah. So they are gonna look at it overall anyway. It really don't matter where it's at.
7: Mhm. Mhm.
8: It just depends on okay. who you
7: go to, too, man. You know, every financial yeah, institution is yeah. a little different. You know, sometimes they want to see yep. has you, have you found tax returns and shit like that. So you know, yeah, every institution. Yep, yep. If
8: if it's secured, okay. if it's
7: secured, if it's secured, they're gonna want to see an asset. If it's unsecured, then then you can get the loan without having to show all of that. You know. And so okay. Yeah, you know, a lot of it depends on your credit work too. Yeah, and
8: that's where you gotta build that style of history so you know there's less yeah. less hurdles you gotta jump jump over. Right. So. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. So.
7: All right. I mean, all right. just, just like I said, take your time with this because it's one of the things where you don't really want to jump. You know what I'm saying? Into you don't want to jump into that to that real estate game if, if you haven't fully mm-hmm. for all your. Because you could do a real estate investment trust, right? And you, and you uh-huh. can use trust, like the trust, take the three hundred thousand, and you could do bonds off of it. You know, uh, oh, wow. you, you, you can get your money back in gold. Wow. You can even do a CD, a gold CD, silver CD. What? Nice. All All they even okay. got it where you can buy. They even got it crypto back in gold
8: now. Nice. <laughs> yeah.
7: So, it just started opinion, getting to that local
8: money.
7: Yeah, as, as long as you're doing the proper thing with the funds, once you get them, you can really take that ten x. Take it, take it right on Okay. Up. Yeah. yeah. No.
8: Okay. All right, man. Well, that's it for me. I'm going to be with you uh, Thursday anyway, but um
1: to try and jot right down some
8: notes, notes and get a little more organized, so when I uh, talk to you again, man, we okay. will come up with a plan.
7: Okay. I'll probably, next weekend, I'll probably do part two
8: uh, to this okay. to this information, Sunday. Um, cause yeah, because I missed the first reserve- part of this, so first, I got to download first. this anyway.
7: Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll reserve Thursday for the metaphysical information, but Sunday, next Sunday, we are gonna definitely dive into more of this information. I'll have more stuff okay, to so. present to you. So, if, if you need to get with me in between time, bro, you know, you no, know, we set up a console. Get with me there too. Yep.
8: Yeah. All right, bro. Good looking, out, man.
7: Hey, peace, bro. Appreciate you calling. All right, that's what's up. Um, all right, so we're out of here, man. I know me I ain't gonna stay around too long. Get in, get out. So say peace to the gods. Hope y'all have a great week. Makemorecommerce.com. If you want to get with me, set up a console. I'm always available. Alright, say peace to the gods, man. Staying on your square. Have a great week. Peace. Get
4: in deep. for me to get down, I gotta get in deep.